You're listening to Superhero Time, the after show. The podcast you're about to listen to started as an impromptu conversation about Star Wars The Force Awakens, which we kind of got into at the start of a recording session this week. Nobody intended for it to be a podcast, but hey, who am I to let good content go to waste? This does contain spoilers for the movie, so if you're planning to see it and have not done so yet, I would recommend not listening to this podcast episode just yet. So did anybody actually watch anything today? Um, I'm about five minutes into the first Star Trek episode. Ah, damn. <laughs> uh, um, we are professional podcasts. I, wa- I, mean, I watched Jessica Jones a month ago. Yeah, as did I. So I'm a, I'm a, at least we got JJ down. She's good. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones Abrams. <laughs> yes. Jar Jar. No, not no. <laughs> This is super strong. Oh Jesus Christ, that's way too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna have to. God. This can't wait to start into fan fiction. Oh. <laughs> All right, Kim, put it back in your pants. I- I'm sure this- there's. I'm sure there's. Fair- is- yeah, there's those some- groans were kind of um. Those are moans, not groans. No, 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 no. That, that, that was pain. That was pure and absolute pain. Mm-hmm. You get used to Whatever. it. Whatever. You start to like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure there's some very bad Jar Jar fan fiction out there. Oh, I've been on 4chan. I've seen the rule 34. Agony oh, and no. Jar Jar. No, no. Jar Jar in pink. <laughs> in several, actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, this was not the Star Wars subject I expected. <laughs> That's the only one that really matters. I so, Mickey, when you... left a Christmas? That's a shame. Okay, that was going to. I've already that... spoiled myself on it, though. So you know. Uh, That's also a shame. Eh, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I specifically went out searching Christmas spoilers just to see how correct I was about things. How, how correct were you? Uh, more correct than I possibly could have guessed. Ah. <laughs> so you're I don't more... remember when we first saw Have you, y'all all seen it? No. I have. I have. I will kill shit. Then I'll... I, I, as I just mentioned, I had been on 4chan, so I'm pretty sure I've been spoiled for everything okay. they can be spoiled for. The very first trailer they showed, mm-hmm. my reaction was basically, well, that's Disney certainly showing us everything from Star Wars that they know the fans will love and have loved in the past. So, okay, well, looks like the next movie's going to be a bunch of reruns. Yeah. And sure uh, the fuck enough that it's remade episode four. Well, it hurt. It, it hits a lot of the same beats, but mm-hmm. I think it does it well. Uh, that, that's the thing about here. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's a fine movie. Yeah. It, like, like I, I fully recognize it. Like, yeah, it's basically the same movie as A New Hope, but it sets the... It sets and I think the, a little bit of Empire, too. A little bit of Empire, and it, it sets the stage that I think that the next two will more than likely not be Empire and Jedi again. It, 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 it's, kind of, it's kind of them saying, yes, we understand. <laughs> basically, yes. Stay with it's, yeah. What, it's, what I'm seeing it from it's at what, the moment... It's what they it, had to do, basically. It's not from the movie Strength as, as a movie, but from Disney's approach to it as a business entity of saying... We need to give these fans what they fucking want after Lucas did this to them. Yeah, What's the yeah, safest cause... thing we can do to deliver as much Star Wars as possible within two hours? Yes. That's what we need to do to start this franchise off right on the right foot is give the fans exactly what they want to see. 
And honestly, I think that's the right idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's absolutely the right idea. However, it also disappoints me because it's it's lowest common denominator. There's no risk, no adventure. Well, I think lowest common denominator is a... I don't think entirely, because if they were going for that, Luke Skywalker would have done something in the entire movie. <laughs> I, I, would like, I would like to point out that, yeah, they had to get the fans back on board, so they remade Episode Four. They had the same beats, the same feel, but now they have, ostensibly, two more movies to do something different with. Okay, they've set the premise, they get everybody back I on mean, board, so now they can go and do something interesting with it. And, and, and there, are, there are still interesting things in it. I, the fact that you have a character who is, ostensibly, you know, he's Nobody. He's just a stormtrooper, <laughs> and but he set Maybe. Domino's off. Well, well, I don't I really. Watching the movie, I don't think there's anything special about Ben. He's just a guy. Well, and did, I, they ever, I, did they ever reveal his last name in the movie? No, he doesn't have one. He, uh, there was a puzzle that got put on Amazon that revealed his last name. Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because because he he only gets his name like. Like within the first ten minutes of the movie, he doesn't even have one until Poe gives it to him. Okay, well, the puzzle could have been full shit then. It could have been because Finn, been. Finn, because Finn's not his real name either. He doesn't have one. Ah, uh, okay. As, he was taken as a child by General Hux uh, and basically brainwashed into being a storm. Then the puzzle is most likely full shit because, though, since the puzzle is probably not true at this point, they they called him Finn Calrissian. Yeah, it's probably bullshit. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's but shit. that would make perfect sense in the Star Wars universe where everyone is fucking related to everyone else. Oh, let's not. Hopefully. Well, I'm gonna say too, like, there's nothing to stop them from next movie revealing, you oh, know, no. what family he was taken from. There's nothing, but I hope they don't. Well, me too. Because I, I like him better as just a nobody who becomes somebody. right. That, that right. I've always been much more interested in characters where it is someone who's pulled out of their debt, a normal Joe Schmo, put into amazing circumstances. And then learns to deal with it. I love stories like that. Now, but, you know, right, the now, odds are he is Lando's son because Lando is the only black man in this universe. Therefore, well, <laughs> there's a father of a black child. There's Mace, but, you know, he died horribly. Yeah, well, he's, he's a Jedi. Lando's grandfather. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, meanwhile, Ray, on the other hand, is definitely Luke's freaking daughter. There's no other way that they're going with that. It's Leia. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why they had to abandon her on Jakku. <laughs> no one can find out. <laughs> but no, uh, overall, I enjoyed it. I, I it's, and it's the first time I've been able to say that about a Star Wars movie going into the in the theater. <laughs> I mean, I've been alive. <laughs> I I had fun watching uh, Revenge of the Sith in the theater, but that was more just because hey, I'm watching a Star Wars movie in a theater. And I, well, I saw all three prequels in the theater, and at, the thing about them is that at the time. Of watching them, I either try to delude myself into liking them, or something about it I liked it because you know those the atmosphere of the crowd and everything. Yes. Uh huh. And then gradually you wake and then, up. And, and yeah. Then, and then, mm-hmm. then then you know you go home and you think about it, and you think about how mad that movie made you. This, on the other hand, <laughs> I came home. I went to bed because it was three o'clock in the morning. I got up, thought about it for a minute, and then I went back to the theater and saw it again. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out, though, that, you know, The Phantom Menace, it took people about six months before they realized it was bad. I know! I saw it three fucking times! Yeah. <laughs> in the theater! 
Because we didn't have a concept that it could be bad. We're like, there's no way it can be bad. We've waited every our entire I, life for this. It's like, I, and every time I went back to see it, I kept trying to delude myself and thinking, oh, no, this is good. This is fine. And, and you mind and everybody you, I'm, else. I'm, I'm only 15 years old at this point. So I'm still, you know, young and stupid. And then I get it on VHS, and I watch it, and I try watching it again, and I'm like, this movie's terrible. And the sad thing is, it's probably the best one of the prequels. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The third one was okay. Uh, uh, the second one is the one that maybe okay, wanted to so here, my eyes. Here's oh, the thing. Attack of the Clones is by far the worst. Oh, here's the thing, God. though. Like, any Star Wars movie that features Hayden Christensen is automatically worse than any Star Wars movie that doesn't feature Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. The Phantom Menace has to be better than Revenge of the Sith. What does this say about Return of the Jedi now? Okay. It doesn't feature him, though. They just <laughs> inserted him into the end. Yeah, here's my logic for why The Phantom Menace is, is probably better. Okay. It's because it's slower. It's got more of the pacing of a Star Wars movie. It's that. not all CGI action, flash, bam, quick cut, let's get this shit moving. It kind of takes its time. I mean, it's not good regardless. Oh, no, no. I mean, leave. it's still shit. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's more of a competently made film and less of a music video. It's 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 closer to the atmosphere of Star Wars than yes Attack of the Clones or even Revenge. It, even, it still if, gets even, an F, but it's an it, F plus. Even if I like Revenge of the Sith better, it it still has that moment of like it's like two guys on a cartoon set, <laughs> and it doesn't quite feel right. Yeah, I mean, it has an it has a different feel to all, all the Tatooine stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean that was you know. They they went and built stuff. Yeah. Uh, then you go to Tatooine and Attack of the Clones, and yeah. it just feels like they're in cartoon land. Yeah, I mean, they're in a fucking I mean, I mean, amusement I mean, it works, park. I mean, it works great if you watch Clone Wars, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> My favorite part in all of Attack of the Clones, though, is right before Anakin and Padme go into the arena to die. Huh? And they're giving each other those milky glances like Frodo and Sam. <laughs> and Padme's like, I've died a little bit every day since you came back into my life. And then John Williams just had a fucking enough. He's like, y'all play as loud as you fucking can. I don't want to hear another <laughs> word these two assholes have to say. <laughs> music just blares. Uh-huh. It's 7.1 in all directions. Drowning out light. It is the music so Really, I think the... the... And it's like contrasting how bad Hayden Christensen was as Anakin. It's like you, you and McGregor though. He just kind of went to town with Obi Wan, I think, in the second, the other two, and those two movies. Well, yes, because he had to do the accent, and he was very proud of it. Yes, but you know, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I liked him as Obi Wan. I did. Oh, you and McGregor was not a problem. No, no, and, not and at all. they actually got him back for a line in Force Awakens. Also, Ken fan noises. Ah, well, we're not started yet. <laughs> Doesn't mean this isn't going to get used. <laughs> of course. Uh, Potentially. But no, no, no. But yeah, I, I like you, McGregor. And it's like it, it, it's like contrasting. It's like for as much as I hated Hayden Christensen's job as Anakin, I love you and McGregor as Obi Wan. Agreed. Now, 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 if they could just give him his own solo movie. Give Han Solo his own movie. Well, they are actually, but you know, <laughs> as you mention it, mm-hmm. <laughs> coming in 2018. Uh, 
So I got to make a point to actually go see this movie because apparently it's kind of a big deal. Apparently people like watching a a Star War, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, for once. It's funny how it's become a thing all of a sudden that Star Wars singular has has been decided. Yes, that is funny. We'll all use that now. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) No, I I like it. I think it is sort of naturally comedic. It's kind of funny that the joke caught on immediately with everyone. Yeah. Battles well, in I, space. I think it, I think we all know I don't come up with my own humor. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you steal a lot of it from Mickey. I do. And the rest you get from Reddit. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I think. To be fair, everyone steals my humor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They better. It's that good. <laughs> or that could just be the whiskey. I don't know. <laughs> No, I enjoyed watching the Star Wars quite a lot. I've never sat through a complete showing of The Phantom Menace. I'm pretty confident this movie isn't going to turn into a new Phantom Menace. No, 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 no. no. I, again, that's why I, I have called back and seen it again. Because so. people were waiting for it to be. People were just waiting to pounce on it and go, okay, here we go. Well, I think, I think, that's, in, tube, you know, I think and, that's informed a lot of the perception of this movie, too, because after that last trilogy... People have been burned a little bit, and they probably went in with lower expectations. A little oh, bit did. is putting it mildly, but yes. Yeah. And then from the mind who brought you Star Trek into darkness. Yeah, and yet at the same time... I, 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 the, the more... Looking at that, and looking at like the stuff for Star Trek Beyond, I really think that Star Trek in the Darkness is largely a product of also the writers and, the, and Paramount in general. Because something about that versus this makes me look at that like, huh, something about this doesn't quite click right. Well, I think it's more a matter of what constraints was he given on working on each project. Right. With Star Trek, you know, it probably, for one thing with Star Trek, it's probably a lot more, how do you see Star Trek today? Mm. Mm. And with Star Wars, it's a lot more, I would suspect, this is what you're going to make. How do you see Star Trek back in 1977? (laughs) Do that. Well, yeah. no, no. I think with Star Wars, it's more. This Abrams is what you're going to make. Do this as good as you know how to. And Abrams is a fan, also. Like straight up, he loves Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He's talked about. He's talked about it extensively in other things way before this. So yeah, it, it, approaches are definitely different. Yeah. No, I mean he directs a really good Star Wars movie. Yeah. Well, we already we knew that since 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. No, but like there's you there's this one shot time. there's this one shot of tie fighters flying in over a planet against a sunset which it I mean like apocalypse now. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like it's it's a very it's like a tropey image. Mm-hmm. With sunsets and things flying in front, but it it looks really cool cuz it's not something you really think of as being a Star Wars image. No. Yeah, but it's it is really striking though. Yeah, it is. And um, he you know he dialed back on his lens flares. There's a couple, but <laughs> well, there yeah, there's a couple, but I mean, a I, couple is fine. I, I I like to think I like to think those ones he put in were just for just just to say he did it, just to get people, <laughs> you, you know, just have people react. Because mm-hmm. if he didn't put them in, then you know he'd be accused of caving to everyone complaining. Yeah, so na- mm-hmm. nat- nat- naturally the. One of the most noticeable lens flares from the biggest light in the sh- in, in the movie being the giant death laser from Star Killer Base, right? <laughs> Which that whole concept is so so stupid. It is. 
is, but you know what? I come from having read most of the EU, and oh, right. <laughs> let me tell you, that's not half as stupid as some of the shit in there, and some of the super weapons. Let's all reflect on the Sun Crusher for a bit. It, oh, yes. God. <laughs> I am so glad I'm not the only one. No, is this, that's the bad thing about Star Wars, is you're already starting with, like, a Type 3 galactic civilization. <laughs> so how do you improve upon the Death Star? I mean, how do you make something bigger and scarier than that? I mean, it, it Well, it if you're the Emperor, you just build the really. same thing twice, but twice as large. <laughs> yeah, but just bigger. What, what I like. Last time they managed to shoot through the exhaust I'll make the large enough to fly a ship through. Uh, sir, I'm not certain that's... Do it. What, what, I like about, Do what, it. I like, what I like about in this movie is that they were literally like, well, like the Death Star? And then they pull up a diagram of the Death Star, and they're like, well, this is the Death Star. And then they shrink it all the way down, and then they show the planet where Starkiller base is. It's like, this is Starkiller. Like, oh. The, the Death Star could fly down the barrel of that thing. And then Han's reaction is, well, you can still blow it up. And Mike's like, yeah, pretty much. So how do we do that? <laughs> I should really probably go see this movie. Oh, you should. I think you'll have a good time. Or I could just keep listening to you guys and then save me the trouble. <laughs> no, we it's can watch no. Bleep... again and save yourself the trouble. Oh. Honestly, <laughs> though, this this movie has the one thing I've never been able to say about any Star Wars movie. Dialogue's actually really good. Good. Hmm. And I mean, I love the original trilogy, of course, but it's unless it was Harrison Ford ad libbing it wasn't really, you know, the best dialogue all the time. <laughs> yeah, George well, Lucas, not known for his dialogue. Ew. Well, yeah. <laughs> so naturally, this is by the guy that wrote Empire, so <laughs> instead. <laughs> no, but I mean, even huh. he, even hearing the conversation of it, you probably should still go watch it, because it still yeah, would be solid, an enjoyable watch. It is a solid movie to watch. You know, I'm glad that I didn't get spoiled before seeing it. Same. Um, well, I got spoiled on one thing, and it kind of makes me mad because it, ru- it ruined the moment a little bit. But it it wasn't the big thing. It was a smaller thing, but... What was it? Um, I saw, <laughs> really? I, 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 I saw a picture of uh, one of the upcoming action figures, which is Ray uh, with a lightsaber. Oh, okay. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And I was right. Oops. Yeah, but at least it, at least it wasn't the um, bigger thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's a question of vaguely spoileriness or not that I don't yeah. have any info on. All these shitty looking toys of nobodies that are out right now are any of them at all relevant to the movie? Oh, you know the best thing about that? One of those people was actually cut from the movie. One of those uh, Constable Zuvio. Is a figure that he has a black series figure even and a, uh-huh. you know, and a three yeah he looks like shit it looks like a terrible toy and he is he was completely cut from the movie fantastic so the start the, the toy line is pretty much bullshit then there's, oh, there's the, no it is it is because like uh you can look at like all the Captain Phasma stuff there is she appears roughly three times yes but but but, but Kathleen Kennedy has said she has bigger roles in the uh, subsequent movies, so, which is which is great, but like you know, has your Captain Phasma stuff then? Yeah, well, yeah, they're still gonna they're, they're gonna put out every costume that was in that movie. Yeah, but I don't mind them setting her up if they're gonna actually do something with her. I just really hope in the next movie, somebody tries to slash her with a lightsaber and her chromy armor bends the blade away from her. Well, I mean, they have stuff that can do that because you saw the uh, like that battle taunt with the. Um... Yeah, no, I mean like. 
I want specifically the purpose of her chrome armor uh-huh. to be to deflect beams. Like, you know, in case I got caught in one of Kylo Ren's little um, shit fits. <laughs> or just like... Well, now, we all a... know it's mirrored because she's a lady and she wants to check her makeup. <laughs> oh, damn. It's too bad that it's not gold chrome, because then, like, she could have her own standalone movie set in her past where she's wearing just red armor. <laughs> which is a reference only Ken will probably process. <laughs> is it a period joke? <laughs> like the Victorian era or something? <laughs> no, but Captain Phasma was a lot faster back in those days. Oh, Lord. Uh. <laughs> Would you say that she's three times faster? Not anymore. <laughs> Uh, no, Phasma. She's gender swap Char, isn't she? Well, actually, no, she's probably just Char. <laughs> I don't know. We'll she's she's tall enough. We'll find out in a year and a half because that's how it's only it's only going to be eighteen months until the next episode, and twelve months until the next. No, isn't it less than that? No, no. Uh, episode May. episode eight comes out at the end. But of there's the a movie in between episode eight. Yeah, so. that's, what, that's what I'm saying. But it's an anthology movie, so. It takes place before Episode Four. Yep, Star Wars, it's going to be a Star Wars movie every year from now until the end of time. Thanks, Disney. If they're good, I don't care. They'll no longer be special. Well, again, if they're good, I can deal. Honestly. <laughs> well, the other thing too that's a fair is point, like, but that stops me from being snarky. So hush. The other thing, <laughs> the other thing too, is since they have basically deleted all the old expanded universe stuff, uh-huh. if these yearly movies take the place of that, but since it's movies. It kind of is more consistent and not so stupid. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty fair alternative. And I've been I've been actually I started reading some of the um, new expanded universe stuff. Of course you have. But uh, <laughs> the Neo Heisei universe. Basically, yes. Um, <laughs> but that's exactly what it is. Um, they're staying a lot more consistent. It feels like. Neo like Star Wars. Wars. That's why they have the ability to now. Yeah, and they they have they have like people whose specific job it is now to manage this stuff instead of just kind of, yeah, that's fine. You know, that's the way the... art should be handled. Managed yes. by outside influences. Well, well and like, with a goal the... on corporate synergy. Well, you saw what happened last time. We had just, some good and some bad. I have to think, yeah. I have we to have... think that for a person who's into Star Wars and has the right kind of brain, mm-hmm. managing the continuity of all the peripheral Star Wars stuff has got to be a dream job. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, this guy bounces from, like, Star Wars Rebels to, you know, the comics to um, the novels. And 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 all of that stuff is staying fairly consistent within itself. And the Marvel books are actually really good. But the TF Wiki crowd would love to be in charge of Transformers continuity. Jesus Christ. No. Wait, uh, such a thing? I, um, I have the suspicion that some of them probably already think they are in charge of Transformers continuity. <laughs> like Walkie. So that's yes. my point of why is maybe not such a good idea to have someone in charge of continuity. If something doesn't want to be in continuity, maybe it shouldn't be. Hmm. Maybe yeah, they but... could be play fast and loose with some stuff and create better art that way. Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. But I mean, it doesn't have to be like rigidly strict continuity. You just have to right. make sure, okay, these three things well, don't massively contradict each other. They can pass. Yeah, this main character dies in this book, and the very next book, which has all the other characters, he's suddenly back. He or she is suddenly back. I mean... It doesn't have to be that way, but... with Disney is not going to let shit get off of hand. This is their money. Right. They're good at what they do. And what they do is control. Right. Yes. 
But again, I, I I I like what I've been seeing that approach, and the stuff kind of went off the rails before. So, of course, it's still young in its life cycle, so it still has plenty of time. Oh, it does. It absolutely Basically, does. The expanding universe worked pretty solidly until the prequels came out, and that's when things went to shit. Yeah, because Lucas was like, "I don't care about that shit." Whoop. <laughs> now, one thing well, and rightly so. Is like the uh, the old Republic stuff. You go back like three thousand years, and you're still in the same universe, and it still feels the same. But you basically have absolute freedom to tell whatever freaking story you want because there's. And still that's what history. the anthology movies really ought to be tapping into. Because I, I can say that the whole the, the world building of uh, the I old expect, Republic is really good. I, I I expect if they if they go long enough. I expect that the anthology movies will get back there, or so and so forth, because because like, I mean, they're still letting the Old Republic go on, and Disney is still signing off on stuff on there, and there's no, nothing technically that contradicts what's going on now, so oh. it can still be considered canon, probably maybe. Because the, uh, the Old Republic stuff is it's three thousand years ago, but it feels like it might as well have just been like twenty years ago. Yeah, the technology difference is not really. That's what that's the thing that throws. There's me no off. technology difference. There's no cultural difference. I mean, well, there's a few. There's a few cultural differences and political differences. And I know it's going to sound minor, you know, but like the fact that the Sith are a race and they're alive and they're doing shit. I think right. that's cool. You yeah, know, I mean, you have you're not like a Sith. I mean, you're the race of Sith, and uh, I think having that kind of presence around makes makes kind of a big difference. Whereas you know, the Sith later on are basically cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it's like there's been like Star Trek's like just think if you heard of Vulcans or you can actually see Vulcans everywhere. I mean, that's it's a pretty pretty noticeable difference in the universe. And like I would think if they went to the old republic setting, mm -hmm. a creative way to deal with that be to be more like high fantasy within Star Wars. Yes. Don't like ignore yes. I guess not ignore ignore but like pay very little attention to the technology and stuff around and focus on... Full-on space wizards. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> I agree, yeah, no. And, 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 you know, I, I think there's room to do that because, like, Rogue One seems like it's going to be a much more grounded and, you know, uh, military-themed uh, movie, whereas I imagine the Han Solo movie is going to be anything but that. It's going to be Indiana Jones in space, probably. Yes, basically. Which, you know, Gosh, that sounds... No, that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome, doesn't it? Um, Han Solo in the spaceship with the crystal skull. Yes. You shut um, your poor mouth. <laughs> it's okay. He's got a refrigerator below decks he can crawl I'm, into. I'll slap your shit. Protects <laughs> <laughs> you from Starkiller base shots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quick, I'll freeze myself in carbonite and I'll be immune to the damage. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Having Scott and Ken on at the same time is really an interesting experience. Isn't it, though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what kind of experience it is, but it's interesting. Were we supposed yeah. to like, start a podcast like 40 minutes ago? Yeah, so Hope for Star Wars. That's such a novel concept. A new hope. Yeah, and it's, it's a beautiful time. Ah, damn it, Ken. <laughs> I felt bad when I said it. <laughs> 